Hey there, Living the Dream podcast fans. It's your buddy Adam from Podcast Launch Tips. It's the podcast where I teach people how to correctly launch a successful podcast and get their message out to their ideal audience. You are listening to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, and it's time to bring out your host, my pod pal, Curtis Curveball Jackson. Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by special guest, Corey M. Coombs. Corey is a professional independent performer, musician, and award-winning nominated songwriter. Corey has 30 years of experience working and performing in the music industry, and he developed a passion for music at a young age, straight from Canada. Corey, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, how you doing, Curtis? I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me on the show today. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, you kind of introduced me very well. I'm a musician and singer-songwriter of many years from Ontario, Canada, up here in the Great White North. Fortunately, we don't have any white snow just yet. It's uh, just early November, so uh, we're doing okay so far in my part of eastern Ontario, but it will get colder pretty soon. But um, I've been playing and performing and writing music for many years, most of my life, actually. So I started, I guess, in the, well, professionally, I would have started in the early 1990s. I think around 1992, I started traveling in Ontario and, and playing music and taking off on the road and, you know, making a sort of semi-part-time semi to full-time living with music and uh Played in a few cover bands over the years in Ontario, and then I got to travel to uh, the southern, well, the southeastern United States, I guess you would say, in the late 90s. Got to travel down there and perform for the better part of 1998, too, and experience some, some, uh, some time in the U.S. And then I kind of got into doing, started really, you know, diving into writing more so and recording my own music around, uh, I guess, the late 90s when I I released an album with a band that I started, which was a retro rock band. And then into the early 2000s, around 2004, I released my own independent solo, my first independent solo uh, recording called From the Ground Up. And from there till right up to now, I've just been working and, you know, releasing my own music and performing around Eastern Ontario, getting to travel to the, to the U.S. Uh, in the last seven or eight years as well, getting to go down to Los Angeles and, and record and work with... Uh, you know, fame producer, Mr. Ron Nevison down there, and then got to attend some award shows in Los Angeles. And also, most recently in Tennessee, a couple of years back, I got to go to Joe's Music Awards, for them, which celebrated some nominations I had, as you mentioned, for my music. So, yeah, you know, just releasing and, and working in music for most of my life. So, it's been my passion. So, tell us about what fueled your passion and what actually got you started in music at a young age. Well, I think it started all when I started, I picked up a bass guitar. I was in the seventh grade and I picked up a bass guitar. At, uh, my music teacher at that time in my 
my elementary school. I, re I actually still remember her name, it was Mrs. Howard. She brought in the bass guitar and uh, I had been interested in, you know, learning bass and guitar as well. A couple neighborhood, like a neighbor family like that I knew, a couple brothers that lived just up the road from me because I live out here in the country sort of thing, south of Ottawa, Ontario. So, but uh, a couple brothers that had, you know, one played drums, one played guitar. And uh, so there was kind of a void there and I needed to fill it in with playing bass. So I started, I picked it up with my music teacher who brought in the bass one day. And she asked the class if uh, somebody wanted to come up and play it. And no one put their hand up except for me. So I was like, I'm going to go up and play. So I went up and she showed me the first three, three note progression of Bob Seger's old time rock and roll. And that's kind of where it all started in seventh grade in my music class. So I got the bug from there. That old time rock and roll. Yeah. What type of music, what type of genre of music, what would you say that you do? Well, I've kind of come sort of full circle with a lot of influence over the years. And I think right now I'm pretty at home with a sort of a roots rock, you know, a classic meets roots rock sort of feel with like some Americana vibes and some, you know, some melodic rock mixed in there with country elements a little bit and even some spiritual stuff now you know, some spiritual inspirations over the last seven or eight years i think too sort of made their way into my music so it's kind of a mixed bag it's kind of you know lots of influences but i would say roots rock kind of where am i where i'm sort of rooted in it you know well you're also an award-winning musician so tell us about some of the awards that you've been awarded with and how it felt to get those awards. Yeah, so I guess in 2014, after I'd worked with uh, Ron Nevison, who's a famed legendary producer, who worked with many you know, famous acts over the years from Bad Company, and Led Zeppelin to you know, Kiss and Heart and all kinds of people. So when I started working with, with him in early 2014, we finished up an EP that I did and it was recorded between uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco. And then later that year, I found that I got nominated for that for, uh, for an award from the LA Music Awards. So I got to go down there in September of 2014 to experience the nomination night. And that was held at the Whiskey of Go-Go, right down you know, in, in uh, Hollywood. And then I got, you know, I was nominated and got to attend that. And then I got to go back in November that year. For the actual award ceremony that they had and i was fortunate enough to pick up a producer's choice honor award for uh for album i guess it was studio album of the year that i took home for that for that ep so that was the first award that i took you know a major award sort of thing with, within the independent music industry and and then i guess a few years later if you fast forward to 2019 when i got to go to the josie music awards in tennessee where my album the long road home which was also produced by ron Madison um got nominated for male album of the year for the Josie music awards and i've had some subsequent nominations since then in the past couple of years for the for the jmas as well so i've been pretty fortunate and very you know very honored to be in such good company with a lot of independent artists and stuff around the world in the last few years so it's, it's a pretty good feeling pretty honored well you mentioned the famous producer that you work with why don't you talk about some of the biggest artists that you've had an opportunity to work with? Well, when I started working with Ron, um, Ron Nevison, I got to work with, uh, he called him his A-team of um, 
uh, artist that he had that, uh, you know, session players, you would call them. He had an A-team of guys, and one was Mr. Tim Pierce at the time. And if you Google Tim Pierce, he's worked with, you know, so many artists over the years. I think he worked with you know, bands like Green Day, and I think he even worked with Michael Jackson at one point. He has recorded and appeared on sessions with lots of people. Um, he's in, in Los Angeles, so it was a great experience working with him. He was the original guitar player on Bon Jovi's Runaway, which is the first hit that you know John Bon Jovi ever had back in the early 80s. So that's sort of like a you know a connection for me in a way. I've been influenced by a lot of that sort of melodic rock stuff over the years. And so Tim Pierce was one guy, the session work that comes to mind. Um, I got to work with Jeff Bova, who was another Grammy Award-winning session and recording artist over the years. He was also in Los Angeles and he played on my Share a Little Time album or EP, as you would call it. Well, those two guys are really cool. I've got the chance recently to uh, send some tracks on my new song for Freedom Road to my friend Chris Golden, who is son of William Lee Golden from the Oak Ridge Boys. So Chris is an amazing, you know, gospel artist and amazing multi-instrumentalist. So he you know, was gracious enough to send us some tracks, uh, some drum tracks and some piano and some organ for my latest, uh, my latest single, Freedom Road. So that's been a real real treat to have him involved in this and the spiritual element comes to, into play too and Chris is just an amazing guy so, so those are some guys that I've got the chance to work with you know in the last uh, seven or eight years pretty exciting well tell us some of the artists that you hope to work with in the future well I just kind of leave that open to to fate as you would have it you know I'm open and willing to work with uh with people, you know, with co-writing or just getting out and performing with some people and whenever we kind of get back out doing that sort of thing. I haven't been performing too, too much in the last, I guess I had about three shows here at the end of the summer in, in Ontario that were private uh, private shows, private parties and such. But I'm pretty open. I mean, uh, I would have loved to work with somebody like Tom Petty, obviously, who was a major influence, you know, over the last few years too. And, you know, all kinds of people out there. I mean, it would just be be great to work with different artists and stuff some people that i've met in the independent scene as well you know i've kept in touch with so yeah i'm just open to it you know tell us about your past current and anything that you've got coming up tell us about those projects and what listeners can expect when they purchase your music well, uh, as I mentioned in 2018, I had an album that came out called The Long Road Home. And that was sort of a sort of a full circle album for me. It kind of came back to a lot of my roots recording that. It's like an old school eight song sort of album. If you think back to like, you know, the early eighties and stuff, and bands would release eight or 10 songs on an album, you know, and I got the chance to release it on some vinyl as well, which was kind of neat. So that was a great uh, experience doing that second project with Ron Nevison. And my good friend Mark Muir from Cornwall, Ontario, also helped a lot. On uh, he did a lot of lead guitar work and a lot of a lot of session stuff and a lot of editing and, and the production sort of end of that too. And then uh, in 2020, um, my EP came out called 33.3 or 33 and a third, sort of another throwback to like you know that vintage sort of thing. And so that was a three-song EP, and it had two singles we put out on MTS Records. Uh, one was Leaving. In early 2020 and then later on in june of 2020 but good times gone and they both had i guess even had a lyric video and then i had put together sort of a 
you know, a video on my own for Good Times Gone because we had the chance, Mark and I, to go down to Tennessee and work at a studio there called Two Cats Studio. And uh, we got to do two songs down there and one of them was Good Times Gone. So we were pretty happy with the way that turned out. And then uh, most recently, earlier this year, uh, I guess January or so, uh, I put out a, a re-release of a song I did 30 years ago, that I, you know, in the high school days sort of thing. And I really, you know, sort of redid it acoustically and I had my daughter help me out. She's seven years old, seven and a half now. And she did some harmonies for me. She's very musical and a real treat having the family element with that one. She also did a, a Christmas song uh, at the end of 2020 with me called Burning Bright at Christmas. And we did that as a little family release and got that out in time for Christmas last year too. So that was pretty cool. Let's leave this up to now with the new single called Freedom Road. And that just came out October 1st. And I also have my good friend Mark uh, co-produced that with me and like I mentioned Chris Golden and sent us some tracks and we put that song together I'm really proud of it I think it uh, really talks about uh, a lot of things currently in the world with in North America especially going on with our freedoms and things that, you know sometimes seem to be uh, almost pushed aside maybe and things that we might take for granted and I think it really touches on uh, a lot of built-up frustration anger and confusion in the world so I'm pretty Pretty uh, happy with the way that song turned out. It's been doing very well, doing some, some good charting right now with some different uh, radio stations and stuff. So I'm pretty proud of it. Well, when I bring musicians on the show, I like to ask them to do a little acapella snippet of their favorite song. Why don't you do a little acapella snippet of Freedom Road so the listeners can hear what it sounds like? Freedom Road, on and on we go. Through the wind and rain, we forge into the storm. Freedom Road, you own my gypsy soul. Like a wayward drifter makes his way back home. That was sweet. I like that. So if listeners want to hear, oh, anytime. So if listeners want to hear more, tell us how to purchase your music uh give us any websites or social media links so people can follow you and keep up with your music yeah if you go to www.coreymcoons you can find all my links on the landing page you have the audio section which you can purchase you know cds any of my releases over the years most of them are there there's the video uh section as well where you can view all the youtube videos and then there's the spotify excuse me spotify and itunes Links are all there if you want to stream, stream the uh, the new single or any other stuff. If you go to the Spotify links, it's all there for me. So, yeah, pretty much it's all there. And I also do uh, a lot of, you know, I keep up with good, good folks on Facebook on my, uh, I have two pages. I have my music page on Facebook and I have my personal page. So you can always check me out there. So the uh, music page would be facebook.com forward slash cmc.music and Instagram as well I have too. So. All right. Well, why don't you give us some final thoughts to close it out? Well, I want to thank you very much for having me on the show. And I want to thank Michael Stover from MTS Management for, uh, for setting stuff up as well. And uh, I want to thank all the guys, like I said, that I mentioned that had played on the, uh, the most recent single. My friend Mark Muir and uh, Chris Golden for helping out because they, you know, the song wouldn't be possible without those guys most recently, the way that one turned out. So, and all the guys I've had the chance to work with over the years, it's been uh been a pretty cool ride as an independent artist so far you know most of my life working in music and uh 
just the opportunities I've had, I've been very fortunate. So and thanks to all the listeners and all the, uh, the fans and my friends out there, have, uh, you know, streamed the music and downloaded and bought CDs over the years. It's always uh, a warm feeling. So thank you all very much. And thanks for having me on the show today, Curtis. Well, I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me. I'd also like to thank the listeners for listening and tell you to follow, rate, review, and share and support Corey after listening. Also, Android listeners, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Corey M. Coons, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being on. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.